This podcast is brought to you by lineupmedia.fm. Welcome to the Kickin' Life Podcast. Your host, your truly Kickin' Life guru, Master Rich Grogan. Hey, as Rocky says, nothing hits harder in life. It's not about how hard you can hit, but how hard you can get hit and keep moving forward. How much you can take and keep moving forward. And that's how winning is done. And I want you to be a winner. I want you to be your very, very best. I want to inspire and motivate you to believe in yourself. So when, not if, but when life knocks you down, you get right back up with that confidence that I can take on more, I can do more, and I can live my best kick in life. All right, so buckle up, saddle up, here we go. Greetings, Kicking Lifers out there. You're Kicking Life Guru Master Rich Grogan here. Hope you're having a fantastic day. Woo! Another great show coming at you today. We've got, and I tell you what, this gentleman's over the past few months become a pretty good friend. Enjoy talking to him. He's been on the show before, and uh, man, the feedback I got from the listeners out there was awesome. And that is Mr. Benji Molina. Benji, how we doing, buddy? Good, man. Good. I'm excited to be on your show, man. This is awesome. Well, thank you very much, buddy. I really, really appreciate it. And uh, the fans out there, the last time you were on the show, the listenership, uh, all kinds of comments on just your positive nature, uh, who you are as a person, and just kind of giving a different spin on what it's like to be a professional athlete, you know, and not only just professional athlete, but a professional athlete who, you know, follows Christ, who is a great father, a great husband, and then a great person for humanity, just continuing to give back to help nurture society uh, to become a better place and a, and a happier place for all of us to live. And uh, great stuff. I mean, the bottom of my heart. And I know the last few months we've we've uh, communicated quite a bit, and that really means a lot to me, buddy. Oh, no, thank you. Seriously, thank you for having me and, and your show. The thing is that we need to get more positive out there. We need to start with our kids. Uh, in, my, in my way, it's baseball, right? I mean, that's the way I, I was brought up, but in any sport, in any life uh, matters, we just need to have our kids more positive and more outgoing to, uh, to have a better life. Awesome. Well, I agree 100%. And listeners out there, this Benji Molina, he's a um, professional athlete, and now he's moved into the coaching field. He's a two-time uh, World Series champion, two-time Gold Glove winner, and recently, this past weekend, you were inducted into your College Hall of Fame. Is that correct? Yeah. Yeah, I got a uh, a tweet from uh, from the president, so they didn't have my phone number. And the tweet said that they wanted to uh, talk to me, and and I gave them my number, and they called me up and say, "Hey, man, you are one of the three or or five. I don't remember how many they were. I know they picked three, uh, and in, that we want to see if we can make it to the Hall of Fame and in our school." And I was so excited. I was really happy. I said, hey, even if I don't win, just for you guys recognizing it and just for you guys making sure that I almost make it or whatever, I'm happy for it. So don't worry about anything. So we went from there. Later on, they gave me a call, and they said I was in. So it was an amazing feeling, man. Oh, that's awesome, buddy. Well, God's blessings there. And, you know, it, it's it's so rewarding to hear that the good guy in sports <laughs> and the society and the world here actually gets some recognition and is uh, for doing the right thing because often, unfortunately, that's overlooked. But great stuff. And then you had also this past weekend uh, an alumni game, right? You played uh, an alumni game? Yeah, it was an alumni game. Uh, I didn't play. I mean, I, I don't think I'm in good shape to play right now, but <laughs> – I told the coach, I said, hey, man, listen, I, I'm going to work my, my butt off in, uh, next year, and I'm going to come ready to play. I'm, I'm serious. I'm going to get in the plane uh, with the boys out there having fun, and, and hopefully, hopefully I, uh, you know, hopefully I, I do it, and I'm in good shape to go out there, have fun with the kids. Because remember, we're facing the young guys. Yeah. We're facing... We're facing the real deal, the, the people, the, the team that's going to play. And, I mean, it's not a joke. So they're throwing hard. They were throwing every pitch at you. So you got to get prepared, you know? Sure, sure. Well, I know we spoke about uh, you're going to be in town 
just about every uh, weekend for the Cardinals home games doing the uh, the Spanish network broadcast. Is, is that correct? Yes, yes. Awesome. We uh, finally agreed to uh, – the Cardinals agreed to, to have us for every single weekend that the Cardinals play at home. We're going to cover the three games uh, through the Spanish radio and for the Spanish-speaking people. So that's another good thing, man. I I, uh, I love and I'm excited about, you know. Well, heck, yeah, that's another step, you know, helping humanity once again, taking that step. And uh, and, and the folks, once again, it's Benjamin Molina. Uh, he's got two younger brothers, Yadier Molina and uh, Jose Molina, all professional athletes, all professional catchers. And the fact that he's uh, moved on with, I don't want to say moved on with his baseball career, but he's moved into coaching and now broadcasting and all these things are humanitarian acts to continue to help inspire people uh, just to be a better person. And I can't think of a better voice to do that with everything you've done with your book, with your Facebook page and, and everything you're doing just to be and spread the positive word about being a good person, being a good father, being a good husband. And darn it, you know, looking out for the other guy. And I think that all evolves around being a Christian, right? Yes, and, and caring for other people it's so easy to care for yourself and yourself only that you forget to care about others and, and it doesn't mean you have to give your life to other people and, and and it doesn't mean any of that but for every every listener out there uh it's all about being a good person and helping others uh and it's not necessarily give your life out to people i mean that's not what it means at all you know Yep, and that often gets uh, misconstrued. People think, well, heck, if I'm worried about taking care of everybody else, not myself. Well, I think the whole message we're trying to present is, look, make sure you take care of yourself in the best way you can so you can properly help out others because that's that gift exactly. back and forth. Yep. Yeah. Well, and I know we talked about you're going to be in town every weekend, so definitely hopefully we can get together a lot and uh, come by the Martial Arts Academy. We can work uh, work you out a little bit on flexibility and some conditioning, and therefore you can get back in there and play with those young whippersnappers, as I like to call them. <laughs> I was very flexible, Rich. I was very flexible, and before in my playing days, I used to stretch out three times a day. I was very flexible. I, I don't think uh, – I am right now. <laughs> well, it goes so dang quick. It's almost unfair, isn't it? <laughs> How quickly like it goes away. Week, like in a week without doing anything, uh, your body just shrinks, you know, and, and yeah. it's like, well, your muscles don't remember how to stretch out. Your muscles don't remember anything. So it's it's really weird uh, and weird feeling once you retire because you're so used to doing so much. And now you can do a lot more. Uh, you can do a lot more because you got time, but you just have to be careful. You have to, you have to do it a little less, and uh, you know, like like powerful. You can't be powerful anymore. Sure. You got to understand body a little better. So it's a process, you know. Uh, and that's the right attitude to have. It's a process, and unfortunately, as we continue to. Well, we never get older, but we do season, and sometimes that seasoning <laughs> takes its uh, toll on our muscles and uh, our fibers and ligaments and tendons and everything that kind of makes us up as a human being there. So we have to kind of remind the body in a delicate manner, and you know, sometimes us guys, we're, we remember where we were, and we try and get back there as quickly as we can, and sometimes it's too quick, and that leads to injuries. So we got to take the slow process, and unfortunately, that's just how it is, right? Yeah. <laughs> that's that's very true, and I'm doing it. And now I, I got a little hobby that, not a, it, it is a hobby. You can say it. Um, I, I'm doing um, wood carving, and and I'm trying to do uh, crosses uh, uh, for my brothers, crosses for my daughters, er, uh, two gifts for my wife, one for anniversary, and one for for her, and I, I'm trying to do that because I I, I know how to draw pretty good. Uh, awesome. But I, but I didn't know how to put it in the wood. So I, I'm, I'm being very, very entertained by, by wood carving <laughs> now. I already did my daughter's. Uh, I'm doing Yadi. I'm doing Hosey, and I'm doing my mom. I'm almost finished with my wife. So I mean, it, it takes a little time, right? I mean, sure. Uh, I got a little hobby, and and it's good, you know. It's, it's good. That's good. It's real good. And uh, also a father of three, and then also you've got a, a granddaughter. So you've got a lot going on with the kiddos. I know last week um, your daughter had a, a play you were going to and just hopping and bopping all over the place with uh, with the family life. I know, yeah. She was getting an award, and 
she got I think she got the reading part award and uh we had that that's why I couldn't come on your show. Uh but this time she has a field trip today. Okay. Uh she's going to uh to a museum. She's a very busy girl and Wednesday she goes to gymnastics for an hour and a half. Thursday she got basketball practice. Friday she got gymnastics for an hour. Uh, and then Saturday she has the basketball game uh, <laughs> in the morning. I mean, she's a really busy girl, but she likes it. That's awesome. And I know uh, being a father there, you you love to be there with your with your kiddos in order to to be there at those events. And I think it's so rewarding to hear, especially for people that you know. We spoke last time on the show. Unfortunately, a lot of professional athletes get put in a different category than most people. And it's like they, you guys don't have the same issues or the same problems as the normal person does. Well, you know what? You're a human being, you're living, breathing, bleeding, uh, emotional human being. And on top of that, you're a father and a husband. So yeah, you've got all those things going on as well. So you're going to your daughter's events. You're going here and you and your wife have got things going on. And last night we spoke and you guys were out to dinner, which is awesome. So I think it's so refreshing to hear, especially for the listenership, to know that, man, you know what? Professional athletes, they're, they're human beings, too. They're living, breathing, emotional. You know, they bleed like everybody else. And the comments, I know we spoke briefly last time about, you know, some of the negative comments coming in, and we'll touch on that in a minute. But it's it's so refreshing to hear that, that, yeah, you're, you're a human. We, we pay bills. We yeah. we. <laughs> We take we put gas the same way. We pay the same price that normal people. If you want to say that, I mean, normal people do. I mean, sure. they pay gas the same way. We don't have a special deal. Uh, we pay our rent if we are renting a home. We, I mean, we pay our cars if we don't buy them. Uh, you know, all at once, we still pay them. I, we do. We are very normal human beings. It's just that we were blessed with the with the uh, baseball ability, and that's what we do. Same with the basketball, same with the football players, same with the tennis. And we had a, a, a little better chance to make more money uh, in our jobs. So, but but other things out there, we take our kids to school same way that a normal guy would do it, you know? I mean, we're normal. I mean, every everything that I've seen so far, uh, maybe when I'm playing, maybe not when I was playing, I didn't notice as much because I was busy all day playing. But now that I'm off, now that I'm retired, I mean, we're we're the same way as as anybody else in the street, you know. Sure. Well, and you know, yesterday, Benji, I went. Uh, I go around to all the schools I can. Uh, goodness gracious, I think in the last year and a half, two years, I've given 300 and something speeches to grade schools, middle schools, high schools, colleges, all about kind of that very thing about, well, actually, yesterday's speech was how do you, uh, to stand out in a crowd today, to stand out in the crowd today is easier than ever. All you have to do is be nice. <laughs> be nice. Why? Yeah. Because everybody, has, every human being, we're not robots, everybody has emotions. You know, you gave the example, if uh, a teacher would shut their finger in a door, that would hurt them the same if you shut your finger in a door. It would hurt you. If you're out on the playground and you skin your knee, it would hurt you and the teacher, the same, because we're human beings. We all bleed. And with that being said, we all have emotions. So when you say or do mean things or you have mean comments or you're deliberately mean to somebody, that's going to hurt their feelings because we're all human beings. So be nice. Have good manners. Have good respect. Have good discipline. But, of course, the be a nice thing, not only is that going to make somebody else feel better, it's going to come right back at you. But we have to remember that we're all human beings here. We're all put on this planet with a purpose, a gift, whatever that may be, out of the 7.5 billion people on the planet. And yes, Benji, you and your brothers were born with a gift. However, you had to work your butts off in order to make that gift turn into something special. And you did. It didn't just happen. I mean, you grew up uh, um, I mean, with your father and everything else. I know he was a ball player as well. But you guys weren't born with a silver spoon in your mouth. Like you guys were born with the American dream here. You had to work your butt off for it, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah, we came from, uh, if, if you guys haven't read my book yet, I mean, we come from really low uh, income family and all of a sudden uh, here we are. So that means everybody can do it. It's just, it yep. has to be in their head. It has to be in their heart to come out. And, and it doesn't mean everybody can play baseball. That's not what I mean. That's not what I mean at all. 
What I mean is everybody can do it. Like, for example, you can make it on baseball. Maybe you are the best engineer in the world. Maybe you're the best doctor. Maybe you're the best um, uh, general business guy. Maybe you're, you know what I'm saying? Sure. There's so many other things out there that instead of sport, we say sports because that's what our family is known for. But uh, it doesn't have to be in sports. I'm saying to anything you have you you have a choice in your heart. You have a choice in your in your in your heart and in your mind to become the best you can out there and do the right thing. One another thing that you wanna I wanted to say to you, Rich, is when you are when you in your head when you have it when you have God and Jesus in your heart, in your heart, not in your mind, because that could be a lot of people don't understand that. But when you have Him in your heart. You will do the right thing. You will help others. You will do it because you have him in your heart. You feel him. You know that. And he doesn't mean hey, if you don't believe in God, you cannot be a good people. Because I know a lot of a lot of people that I met through baseball. They don't believe. It's sad to hear that they don't believe in God and Jesus. But they're good people. Sure. They're a very nice person. They know how to behave. They knew. They're very respectful. They wanted to help others. They were always optimistic uh, and everything that you want to think about it. But but if you have him in your heart, there's nothing else but to do the right thing and to do the good thing. So uh, I really do believe so. And this is why we were brought up this way. My dad was very big on God, family, and respect. He was huge oh. with that. He always tells us on the field, he said, listen, guys, if you have God, you're okay. If you have if you have a family, if you care for your family, you will be fine. And if you respect the life, if you respect where you are, if you respect your work, and if you respect everybody, you'll be fine. You'll be fine. You will not have trouble in life. When you lose one of those or when you lose two of those, when you lose three of those, you will find yourself in a deep hole. And he always reminds us. And I, I really do believe it. And I live by him till today. That's beautiful, buddy. And that's the foundation, you know, kind of like the, the we talk about the three tape, three legged table a lot. And if one of those legs uh, is, is short or isn't non-existent, that table isn't going to stand uh, in my I guess what we talk about with uh, the martial arts and the speeches I give on empowerment is all about the mental, physical and spiritual side. And for the longest time, I felt pretty good about the physical side. The mental side was okay, but the spiritual side for the, for the longest time was really non-existent. I, I, yeah, I read my daily Proverbs, and I had my grandmother always telling me to, uh, Richie, put God first. Richie, put God first. But I, 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 I didn't. And, uh, and I know I spoke to you about this. Right before Christmas, I was baptized. You know, 47 years old, and uh, something I wanted to do for some time. But it was like, this is the right time to do it. And I was happy about that because I was doing it for the right reasons, not just to say, oh, I'm going to get baptized. No, I felt it in my heart, like you just said, and it was the right thing yeah. to do. And uh, I Yeah, that's what people need to understand. You have to feel it from the heart. And I really do. I really do. I got baptized uh, a while ago. But 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 I, I, I want people to understand that feeling. It's not because you just the heck of it, right? It's right. not because... You're just, okay, I want to do it for somebody. I want to do it for people. or I want to do it for whatever well, people say. No, it's right. about for your own peace, for your own mind, from your own heart. That's when you do it, you know, and I did it for that. And it was awesome, and I'm still feeling it. It's, it's just, it doesn't go away. When you when you have God and when you have Jesus in your heart, there, there's no way, man. There's no way that you're going to do the bad thing. You're always going to be thinking positive. You're always going to be thinking uh, on helping, you're always going to be uh, thinking of doing the right thing. I bet you anything. If you have him in your heart, that's what you, that's what's going to happen. Uh, that's beautiful, buddy, and that's kind of the guiding force. And I know on the last episode, and folks, if you haven't listened to um, um, our last episode when I had Benji as a guest, man, oh, man, we touched on a lot of great things similar to this and just continuing to talk about being a good person. I know you talked a lot about Buster Posey when he first came up and the mentorship you gave him, even though a lot of the other athletes said, hey, what are you doing? He's going to take your spot. Are you crazy? You know, I wouldn't give him any information. But you said, no, this is the right thing to do. It's in my heart. This is the gift I've been given, not only as a professional athlete, but a professional mentor to help these young guys on the right track. And so, folks, if you have not listened to that episode, uh, check it out. I think it was 
episode 48 or 49. This is episode number 55. I can't believe it. <laughs> so good stuff as yeah, we're moving I, along. I the guy, like you said, I helped the guy that took my spot. Yep. And it was, it was just something that it was the right thing to do. And I felt that in my heart and I said, hey, listen, if God wants me to help this kiddo, I will help him. I don't care if he takes my spot. I'll go somewhere else and try to play baseball. Um, I did that, Rich, in minor leagues when I was always the sixth catcher prospect <laughs> in the organization. And, and all the five in front of me, two of them were in the major leagues and three of them uh, were in the minor leagues. And I helped them out. I did help them. I helped all the catchers in the minor leagues. I helped them hit him better. I helped them catching. I gave him advice with my eyes closed. I never even thought about it twice. And everybody's telling me on the side of my ear, do not do that, man. They might take your spot. They might be the one that go to big leagues. And I, you know what I said? If God, if God wants them to go in the major leagues, he will do it no matter what. And I want to do the right thing. And I did it. I helped them out. I did sure. help them. And they didn't make it because, you know, injuries or because that was the way that it was supposed to happen. But I did help them without thinking, that that I was doing, you know what I mean? Like, oh, I, absolutely. I, I, I was, I wasn't that way. I was gonna help him, even if he takes my spot. I didn't care. I was gonna go somewhere else and try to play ball. But, uh, but, but if you have him in your heart, you know, and that you do the right thing, and that's that's just what it's about. Well, Benji, that's a testament to your father, the upbringing, the foundation that he laid. And then the perseverance, desire, and battle through that you uh, had, and I talk a lot about courage and confidence to do the right thing. And it's almost crazy in today's society that you have to have the courage and confidence to do the simple things like be nice or to do the right thing simply because you almost feel like you're being frowned upon or somebody's going to take advantage of you or you're presenting yourself as being vulnerable and the old uh, kindness for weakness thing comes in where people mistake kindness for weakness, and they blatantly try and take advantage of you. So it's difficult uh, for whatever reason in today's day and age to do that. But you did. And once again, that's a testament, obviously, to the fa your father and the upbringing. But most importantly, your mentorship, not only to Buster Posey and these other young guys, but to your, your two younger brothers. I mean, look what they have done. Because guess what? You know this, but the listenership, guess what? They were following along in Big Brother Benji's footsteps. So what Big Brother Benji did, that's that's probably what they're going to do because you were the role model in the same looking thing. Up for me, they were looking up for me. They were looking at me. They yep. were looking at me and saying, "Okay, this is my big brother." I if he's do doing what it, he does. Yep. If I would have gone, if I would have gone through the drugs problems or selling drugs, or if I would have gone to trouble and, and doing all these bad things that I had a chance to, they probably would have followed my steps. And yep. that's what I not what I wanted. I wanted always to to be an example for them. I wanted always to work hard, to be to be respectful, to love the family. I wanted always to have God in my heart so they can see that. That's what I wanted because I knew sure. they were behind me. I knew they were right behind me trying to find a way and saying probably look at Bimo. I want to be like him, you know. And then I that's that's one of the the things that kept me going was my family, right? Because yep. a lot of a lot of kids out there, Rich, they they um their thought process is I want to get famous, I want to get money, I want to get a house, I want to get a car. Uh, that's why they play the sport because their motivation was material things. My motivation in my life ever since I was a kid was to help out my mom and dad, and when my brothers came out to help out my, my brothers. I wanted to make it to the big leagues because I wanted to earn money so I can buy my mom a house, so I can buy my dad a car. We had a really beat up car. Um, I wanted to make it to the big leagues because I, I had in my head that if my brothers didn't make it, I was going to be the one uh, supplier. You know, I was going to be the one that helped them out. And if my two brothers didn't make it, I was going to be there. You know, that was my motivation. It was never a car. It was never money um, to have everything, to be a millionaire or whatever you want to call it. It was all about my family. I wanted to help them out. I had them always in my heart. 
because I wanted to help them out. And that was my motivation. Very different these days when you have kids that they don't they don't have that motivation. Their pure motivation is money, uh, fame, and, and, and cars and houses or whatever it is, you know, spend the money, uh, things like that. Well, sure, and, you know. And, the, and I'm not talking about all of them, Rich. I'm oh, no. I'm not saying everybody. I'm just saying a, a good percentage of them think that way. Well, yeah, and that's unfortunate, but that's the, the perception that most people have on the professional athlete simply because I, I think a lot of the professional athletes have, have done that to themselves. You know, the you know uh, the old mighty dollar, everybody wants money. Now, I'm not, money is not a bad thing. Money helps you pay the bills. Money helps you, like this year, my uh, uh, goal is to give over $25,000 to charity, different charitable events, and I'm putting that out there for the university here so I can stay on track and make sure I do that, and that's the minimum. I want to continue to give as much as I can to that. But if money is the pedestal, it's never going to be enough. You know, it's why am I doing this? Because I want more but money. Also, it's never going to be enough. It's about also, what legacy you're living behind. But also, think about if you put your motivation on the money, right? Yep. Your motivation in life is money. What happens to the process? <laughs> what happens if you, if you in four years, let's say you get graduated from being a doctor or a lawyer in four years, what happens if you don't make it? What happens in, if instead of being a millionaire with the money, you're happy other ways? So you forget about all the all other things because you wanted to be a millionaire. You know what I'm saying? Oh, 100%. You put money as, a motive, as a motivation with forgetting that you have to go through the process to get that money. That's what people think, uh, Rich. A lot of people think that we were born and we were given the big league job. They do. No, you're you're 100% no. right. We were, we, yeah, we were born and we had to go through little leagues and we had to go through, through a middle process and then we had to go through a minor leagues. If you were signed, if you weren't signed, you had to go to college and play ball. Uh, and in this case, it's baseball. But I'm talking about every sport. You don't. You're you're not born and and you're put up in the NBA. You're born in your process to get there. Now you become a great player because you're a hardworking guy. You're doing everything right, and you become a great player. And now you become a millionaire out of that. But you're you're not a the, the kids these days don't understand that you're not a millionaire just because you say it. You have to go through a process. If you're a tennis player, I bet you anything you are in the in the court since you're four years old with a racket. All of a sudden, you're 15. You've been there 10 years and, and working your butt off. All of a sudden, you hit the ranks. All of a sudden, you go up, blah, blah, blah. You're making your money. But it happens because of a process. It doesn't happen overnight. It doesn't happen because somebody gave it to you. Uh, and that's what I think these kids these days don't understand. You know, they feel like, oh, I was a good little league player, so I need to, I'm going to make it. No, man, listen, keep going, doing the right thing, working hard, being yourself out there, being a good player because your dad or whoever taught you. Keep going, and then the money or whatever you want, the cars or whatever, it'll find you. But yep. but don't put the money or, or material things in front of you as a motivation because if you don't make it, then what are you going to do? You're going to end up uh, shooting yourself or, or yeah. badly or, or you're going to be so depressed because you didn't make it? No, I never – tell you the truth, Rich. I never put any money or – anything like that material in my head i never i mean i wanted him i saw it on, i saw it on everybody having a better car than we did or a better home whatever you wanted but you know i said you know what i want to work hard if i make it i'm gonna have that but but i have to work hard i have to work my butt off to get there it's not easy so you know motivation should be your family motivation should be god and and, and your heart just doing the right thing, going after as far as you can uh, to be a good person. Your motivation should be your brothers, your, yep. your mom, your dad. That should be your motivation. Well, and I tell you, buddy, the, um, <laughs> that is so wonderful to hear. And I know we spoke before about the number of athletes, that uh, professional athletes, that have come and gone and not even really made a, a dent in society. Yeah, they may have gotten a big contract. They may have gotten this and that. But in a matter of three to five years, 
money was the number one priority. Now the, the, the sport's gone, the professionalism's gone, and the money's gone, and what is left? There's nothing. And like yeah. you said, they end up, uh, unfortunately, becoming depressed and suicidal, and those things happen. And that's why the whole point about we're all human beings, we're human, but what you've done, which is so wonderful, and that's why I'd love talking to you here, is your desire, yes, you wanted the nice things, but that wasn't your priority or your focus. Your focus was on being a good person and leaving a legacy like your father had left for you, and look what you've done now. The Molina name, not only if you have a great book out there, and folks, if you have not bought the book, go to Amazon and check it out, uh, Molina. It, it, it's it's a wonderful, wonderful book about the struggles, the hardship, about battling through adversity, but most importantly about being a good person and laying that foundation, the foundation that Benji's father left for him and the foundation that Benji has laid for Jose and Yachty and look, look the Molina name. People know that, uh, even people outside of baseball, because of all the things you've done with the flood relief, the hurricane relief, and what Yachty continues to do and what Jose continues to do, and obviously what you're doing, everything you can. You're on uh, uh, the Spanish Network now spreading the word there. You're on this podcast. You're on Two Birds and a Bats podcast. You're just getting out there doing the right thing, but you're leaving a legacy, which is so powerful because you realize the money isn't always going to be there if that's your number one focus, and also our life here, our time is limited. What's only going to carry on is the legacy we've left behind, and you've done an excellent job with that, and I know it's just the beginning. I don't know, Rich, if I told you this, but I might have, but my dad always and I finish my speeches whenever I go to schools or whenever I go to places and talk to kids or baseball or whatever. I always finish with it because it's very true. And my dad always said, um, it doesn't matter in life. It doesn't matter if you have money in your bank. It doesn't matter if you have houses. It doesn't matter if you have cars. It doesn't matter how many material things you have. What matters in this life in your life, what matters is how many people did you touch? How many people did you make a difference on? How many people did you care about? How many people did you help? That's what my dad used to say. That's why I wanted people to know that our, our Hall of Fame is not Yadi, it's not Hosey, it's not Benji. Our Hall of Fame was my mom and dad because they're the ones who put these things in our head going forward. And I know for kids out there, I know they can do it. I know they have their good in their hearts. I know it. So put put everything aside and say, how many people have I helped this, this week? I know people that just get into their house and they don't even help anybody. They don't care about anybody. They just care about themselves. They care about leaving, of course, which is okay. You care about providing for your family. That's perfect. But how many people have you touched in life? How many people have you gone out of your way? To help out and that's that's what this life is about and if we see it that way we, we live easier because we're in peace with ourselves because we're helping we're doing something we're doing the right thing that's what i believe on oh that's incredible and once again your family your mom and dad laid that foundation uh, something i talk about with the kids all the time is planting the right seeds they planted the right seed in your mind at a young age one you're gonna have to work hard two it's not going to be easy but three do it for the right reasons, and the right reasons are helping others. And I, I, I say it over and over and over again, and folks out there listening, especially parents, we've got, a, we've got a special job here. It's not an easy job. It's a tough job, but we've got an opportunity to make things better for our kids and the next generation by being the role model and planting the right seeds. And I know you and I spoke before, Benj, about as parents, we screw up. We make, we make mistakes. As long as we're always leading with our heart, what's right, what's the right thing, even if we do goof up, the kids know that, you know what, mom and dad are trying. They may not understand that because I know I didn't understand my parents when I was growing up. But that simple fact of caring, it's all about caring. It's not about materialistic things. It's not about something else. It's about caring, being a good person. And that's why when I talk to these kids at schools and the speeches, you know, yesterday was over 500 kids. It was all about be nice. Just be nice. You know how good it makes you feel when someone says or does something nice for you. Just be nice for somebody else. And I said, I promise yeah. you, you're going to be the one that wins because they're going to feel good and they're going to smile. And gosh darn it, that's going to come right back to you and you're going to feel good. And the better you feel, the more you're going to want to do it. On the other side, if you spit poison out on somebody and make them feel bad by saying something rude and disrespectful, 
Yeah, it's going to make them feel horrible. But guess what? That poison's coming out of your mouth. So you're going to be poisoned by it. So be nice. And why is that so doggone hard? I, I, I don't know. I asked that question to the kids. I said, is it hard to be nice? And the kids all said, no, it's not. And I said, then why aren't more people nice? I'm like, I don't know. I said, I don't know either. <laughs> and he doesn't have to be. Rich, it doesn't have to be your dad. It could be your uncle to be the role model. It could sure. be your, your cousin. It could be your grandpa, your grandma, you know, because in some cases, we have to be real. In some cases, I know a family that have gone through so much, and we, me and my wife were talking about it today. Um, I grew up with this kid, and this kid was mistaken by somebody, uh, and then he got shot seven times. He died, and but he was he was mistaken. Um, so the, here's this family that lost a kid, a sister that loved, that lost a brother. And later on, the same sister, first daughter dies of a illness at 20 years old. Oh man. Here's the family that gets, that gets hit with this. I mean, I, I understand that. I understand that everybody goes through it differently, but it could be your dad. It could be your grandpa. It could be somebody just grab on to the nicest thing. And one of the things that the kids need to do these days that they don't do is appreciate when you have a nice father and when you have a nice grandpa and when you have a nice grandma and when you have a nice mom, appreciate them. Because it took me a while when I was growing up, Rich, because it took me like when I was 13 or 14 to realize that my dad was waking up at 5 a.m going to work all day. He got home at four and driving half an hour. He worked standing up all day, got at home at four, took, uh, you know, like food. Uh, by five o'clock, we were all at a stadium working out. We never thought about what he was doing for us. We always thought about practice. Yep. We thought about we went, we went to practice. And here we are with our dad taking his time and practicing, and here we are all happy. Well, guess what? The next day, you have to go to work. I mean, you have to go to school, which is okay because you're with your friends, having fun, studying. I, here's my dad. I have to get up at 5 a.m., 4.30, and get in the car and drive over to a work where he has to sacrifice uh, his life to, to work eight hours, nine hours a day come back home and redo the practice again. Here comes Saturday. We have games, and he has to leave somebody in charge because he has to go to work on Saturday, half a day, because they pay him double. Right. I mean, it took me a while to understand what they were doing for us. I was 13 when I, when I was like, holy crap. I mean, he is sacrificing his life for us. Sacrificing. His life for us, understand that very well. And I did. And ever since those days, I've been respecting. I've been going crazy about doing the right thing because my dad sacrificed everything. And my mom, of course, sacrificed everything. They didn't have to do it. Right. I saw many parents that drop off the kid in practice and went home and then drop off the kid in baseball game and never saw a game about his kid. I mean, I saw that, but my dad was there for us. So when you have a good dad, when you have a good mom, when you have a good grandma and grandpa, appreciate that. Appreciate what they do and understand that they're sacrificing every little thing for you. For you. Uh, okay? That's what we need to understand, and all the kids out there need to understand that. That is a great message because we've got quite a following of teenagers uh, that follow the Kicking Life show which is fantastic, is trying to plant the right seeds. But that's a great message for them to hear and understand. Look, moms and dads, they sacrifice a ton, and, and kids will never understand that or appreciate that until they're, well, like you'd mentioned, uh, it took you until you're like 13, 14 years old, like, oh, my gosh. And then when you became a father, that was really like, oh, my gosh, I now I fully see what's going on. And unfortunately, a lot of times kids aren't able to see that because they get caught up in their own life, their own world of what's going on. And uh, yeah, they went to school all day and now we're going to ball practice. But mom and dad are the ones doing all the running. Mom and dad are doing all the sacrificing. So yeah, our younger audience out there, appreciate what you got. Yeah, another point that I did was it helped me 
when I made it to the big leagues or when I made it to pro baseball, it made me the same way. It's like, okay, if I have a daughter and I have a son uh, while I'm playing, I have to make it. I have to sacrifice everything for them. I have to sacrifice my life. I have to sacrifice, like, Rich, this is how we were. We were eating beans, canned beans for two days. And then the third day, we were able to eat, like, pork chops or something. And then the fourth day and fifth day, we were back to the beans and rice because it was the cheapest one. Sure. And, you know, so it wasn't like an everyday meal like everybody else. But my dad was sacrificing so much, paying for a house or paying for a car that we couldn't afford. Uh, and he was sacrificing working. So it made me realize, like, I have to go to work, man. I have to make it. I have to do something with my life because if I have a son, if I have a daughter, I want them to, to be okay. I don't want them to go through what I'm going through, you know? So th- that also has a lot to do with The other day, Rich, um, I was listening to a story, and there was, there was a grandma uh, it's here in, in Gilbert. There was a grandma that took over when the two, two kids, there was 14 and, and 16 kids, you know, like 16 year old and uh, 14. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the grandma took over them, let them stay in her house because uh, she was by herself. Uh, when the, when their dad and mom got arrested for drugs or, you know, something like that. Right. Mm-hmm. And, and, and those two kids were being mean to the grandma. Those two kids. And so the grandma lived right next to my friend, which is, is the reason I'm saying this story. Uh, and so she called my friend and said, hey, Eric, um, can you come over? I, these two guys are being really mean to me, and I'm afraid they're going to hit me. Oh, uh, and, he said, and then Eric said, what? And then so Eric to his two sons, you know, they're pretty big, uh, 16 or something like that, 17, and they're pretty big. And he said, okay, come here, let's go. We got something to do. So we went, they went right next door and they say, what's going on, grandma? And he said, well, these two boys, man, they don't understand that if, you know, I mean, I'm trying to do everything for them. They don't have a home where to go. They don't have anything. So Eric stood up right in front. And he told the son, "Hey, uh, you think those you two guys? You think you're you're really strong by pushing your grandma <laughs> around, and yelling? All right, let's go at it. You and my son, let's go at it. Come on, you guys are gonna fight right there, right outside." And the kids opened their eyes and said, "No, no, 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 Mister Eric, I don't want to fight." He said, "I don't care if you want to fight because your grandma doesn't want to hear you being disrespectful. You just still are." You don't pay attention to what she said. So now you don't want to fight. Now you're going to have to fight my son. And so the kid got all scared. And uh, and he said, oh, I don't want to. And he said, you see what I mean? Now your grandma is sacrificing everything. He's letting you guys sit here and live here. And you don't appreciate your grandma. You bounce her around. So if your grandma decides that you don't, she doesn't want anything to do with you two, where are you going to go? What are you going to do? And they're like, oh, I know, I know. We don't have anywhere to go. And thank you, Grandma. Thank you, Grandma. They started saying thank you. I mean, obviously, right now, we don't know what's happening, right? Because sure. we don't know if it, kept, if it kept going or not. But at least it made him realize, like, wow, my grandma is sacrificing everything for us. And, we, and we're not doing the right thing back to her. You know what I'm saying? Oh, 100%. So, I call that yeah. my uh, right hook of reality, uh, a right hook of reality saying, hey, this is the real world. You need to appreciate what you've got. And unfortunately, as you, you said, it, it's just kind of the culture and the mindset of society nowadays is, oh, I want more. I, I, I deserve this. I earn this. I'm entitled to this. I like to say you're entitled to a butt kick and all you're entitled to. You're, you get what you work for. And, uh, and I think that's a great example. And it was an eye-opener for him. Now they're like, oh, you know what? Yeah, the guy, the guy <laughs> my friend said, you're going to fight my son right now. Yeah. Let's go. <laughs> it's like, what the heck? <laughs> the, son, the son took a shirt off, and he said, come on, you freaking asswipe. You know, let's go. 
And the guy's like, hey, wait, wait, what are you doing? And say, no, I'm fighting. And then the guy said, I don't want to fight. And then, and then Eric said, you see, you're still doing it with your grandma. When your grandma says stop, you're still being mean to her and you don't listen. So now I'm not listening that you don't want to fight. We have to fight. And then he made him understand that sure. it works together. I mean, you're here in grandma's house. This is not your house. So, but this is what we have to do and things that we have to live with. And, and hopefully we pass on the right things, uh, Rich. Hey, Rich, I got to go meet up with a guy at 11 o'clock. It's about our house. Okay. You know, we're building a home here. And the guy needs to meet. I didn't know Jamie just walked in and told me like in, I need to live like in, in five minutes or so. <laughs> well, tell Jamie I said hello and the whole family there, buddy. And my gosh, Benji, thank yeah. you so very much for all the time. Uh, man, from the bottom of my heart, buddy, I really, really appreciate it. I appreciate the friendship. And, you know, as always, you are always welcome on the show. So anytime you've got anything to share, hey, I don't go, hesitate. I want to go with you. I want to go with you when we're in St. Louis. Uh, I usually go to work at around 2.30 or 2 o'clock. Uh, but if you want to do something earlier and go to the school and you have something planned and you want to talk to 500, 700 kids, whatever it is, I'll go with you, man. I love doing that stuff. I love talking to the kids and giving them advice and, and giving them the real world, you know. And So if you do it, um, Absolutely. count me in. Tell me in, and I'll go with you, and I'll, we'll talk to these kiddos. Oh, that sounds great, buddy. We'll definitely plan on it whenever your trips are in here, and then I can know we've talked about coming by the academy before, and you can talk to some of our martial arts students as well and get a workout in yourself. And, yeah, heck, yeah, definitely do that. And I know we'd mentioned before for our listenership out there, I know you're, you're pressed here, that you're the people you surround yourself with, and it's your product of that, are people like Tim Tebow, Aaron Rodgers, uh, I think you mentioned uh, Kurt Russell, uh, uh, Kurt, I'm oh, sorry, uh, ah, I messed it up. Russell Wilson, Russell Wilson there it is. And, uh, but it doesn't have to be those type of guys, Rich. It doesn't have to be those type of guys. It doesn't have to be that that guy that's so famous or, sure. or anything like that. He doesn't have to be that. It could be, it could be your cousin wh- who's a great person. It could be a friend of yours that is a nice guy and things like that. You know, it could be those guys too. Sure. Well, that's exactly my point. It doesn't have to be a superstar athlete. It could be anybody that you surround yourself with. It's a positive influence in order to help you become a better person. So choose the, your friends wisely. And just like you've chose your friends. And of course, and that also lets the listenership know, hey, there's other professional athletes out there like Benji Molina that have a good heart, that are a good person to help people, you know, believe in themselves to do the right thing. So that's wonderful because we continue to spread that message. I don't know if you ever heard this one, but you probably did. But my mom always, always, because we wanted to have fun with some friends and and, and our friends, uh, and our friends weren't so in good shape, right? Our friends were in drugs or selling drugs or doing some things. And and, and we wanted to be with them because they were our friends. Those were the guys we knew in the the town. And, And my mom always used to say, you... You are who you surround yourself ha, ha, ha. with. Birds of a feather flock and, and together. I, I never yeah. understood that. I never understood that, though, man. Seriously, I yep. always thought that was so, so bad. I was like, where'd you get that from? <laughs> Seriously? That's not true. And, and, and then later on, um, you're like, wow, this is what she means by it. It's because if you surround yourself with bad people, you're going to turn out that way. There's yep. no way in the world you're going to be a good person if you surround yourself with bad people it's going to take you that way it yep. doesn't matter who you are how famous how much money you have it's going to go that way and but i never understood it It was very funny and and i'm like holy crap man i wish i understand <laughs> when i was a kid but uh, it was true though it was true yeah that's some of the messages we don't get uh until we're old enough i guess to get it you know the birds of a feather flock together if you're always in trouble well then you're probably hanging around with the wrong group of people if you're always doing the right thing then you're probably hanging around with the right group of people but yeah you, you, it's hard for you to understand to pay your dues, huh? yes you, you do have buddy to pay your dues to understand it. <laughs> yes you do well benji i know you got to go buddy thank you so very much my friend i really really appreciate it and i, I appreciate our conversations off the air and uh you know uh you reach out to me anytime and 
boy, oh, boy, whenever you're ready to be on the show again, just please let me know, and we'll definitely make sure we got a spot for you, buddy. Oh, thank you so much, Rich. I mean, seriously, anytime I I have a, a chance to be on it, I'll, I'm, I'm on. I'm on. I mean, I love doing this, and like I said, whenever I go to St. Louis, uh, we can meet some kids somewhere for an hour or two hours, and we'll do it, man. I love doing this stuff. I know you do, buddy, and it's all from the heart, too. So, folks, you're listening to it. A sincere, sincere uh, professional athlete, father, husband, brother. I mean, just a wonderful, wonderful human being, doing what he can for humanity. So let, don't lose faith in the professional athletes. There's some good ones out there. And top of the list there is Benji Molina. So thank you, buddy. I appreciate it. Oh, no, thank you for having me in the show, Rich. And we'll do this again, okay? You got it, buddy. Thank well, you so much. Tell Jamie and the kids God I bless. said hi. God bless you. And uh, until we talk again, my friend, you be safe. God bless. You got it. God bless, buddy. Thank All right. you. All right, buddy. Bye-bye. Wow, wow, wow. Folks, did I tell Ooh. you you're in for a treat there? Goodness gracious. What a great man. Man, I got, I'm got. i sitting here with goosebumps. Yeah. Woo. I mean, I remember uh, uh, before even knowing who Benji Molina was, you know, being a baseball fan and obviously uh, growing up in St. Louis, Yadier Molina is, you know, everybody knows who Yadier Molina in the St. Louis area is. Well, that man right there, you just heard, that's Benji Molina. That's his older brother that groomed him and his uh, other brother, Jose, into being who they are today. Wow, what a wonderful story. And the one thing that always pops in my head is, and I meant to mention it when Benji was on the line because I know he feels the exact same way, is the, one of my favorite posters I've got is a poster of an iceberg. And at the tip of the iceberg, kind of the crest that's breaking through the water, says success. But everything underneath that iceberg, the foundation below the surface, that's all the building. You know, the, the, the late nights, the sacrifices, as he mentioned, that his father had to go through and that he had to go through. And, you know, battling through being little league, the minor league systems, you know, everything that you go through to be a success in anything in life. That foundation is, it doesn't happen overnight. Unfortunately, a lot of people, I hear it a lot. People say, oh, you're an overnight success. I'm like, Overnight success. <laughs> I would like, I'd like that. Uh, as a matter of fact, I don't think I'm near the success I want to be in order to have the, the voice to impact, you know, excuse me, and empower millions and millions of people to help them believe in themselves. But it's been, my goodness, I, well, I'm 47 years old and I've kind of always not knowing uh, exactly what I was put on this planet to do until you know, five, six, ten years ago, whenever it was. But all that hard work building up into that. And he's mentioned with a tennis player, they've had a racket in their hand since four years old. And now 10 years later at 15, they're suddenly an overnight success. What's well, that foundation building upon that? And you heard Benji talk about his father laid that foundation of everything he did. And they grew up dirt poor. I mean, to tell you what, Puerto Rico there, they didn't have uh, uh, much of anything. So they, they fought, battled, made it. And we can do it too, folks. But it all starts with having a good heart, believing in yourself. And you know what? I've been baptized. I talk a lot about, you know, reading the Bible, reading daily Proverbs. If that's not for you, I'm not here to cram it down your throat. Whatever you believe in, I just think you need to believe in a higher power above ourselves in order to have that third leg of that three-legged table, the mental, the physical, and the spiritual side. And the spiritual side can be anything you deem as a guiding force of being a good person whatever that may be. You know, maybe it's God, maybe it's not. It, that doesn't matter. What matters is having that driving force of being a good person, being nice, and just doing it for humanity. I know it sounds like oh, humanity's sake. Well, it is. It is. Because, man, we got to live in this world. And it, it, it's much, much better when people are happier, when they're healthier. And I talk about this a lot, folks. I know you hear me say it. When people are happier and people are healthier, gosh darn it, our society is a safer place because happy, healthy people don't commit crimes. They don't. They don't. And happy, healthy people are more apt to help others, you know, make better choices. It's when, when we're negative, when we're constantly inundated with the negativity of the media. And you know how I feel about that. Turn that crap off. Yes, I said crap. Turn it off. It's not good for you. It does nothing. Pollutes your mind, plants the wrong seeds, and makes you unhappy, makes you scared, makes you fearful can't live life that way all right do what you can today i posted on my facebook page and folks if you don't follow uh the kicking life page please check it out i just actually retitle it kicking life page kicking life guru master rich grogan 
Go to there, like that page, share it with your friends. Every day starts off with at least two positive, inspirational, motivational quotes, sayings, my uh, video blogs, whatever it is, just to once again help inspire people to believe in themselves and empower them to, to be a better person, to think of the other guy. Now, you got to think of yourself, yes. Think of yourself, though. How can I be better in order to help better serve others? And by doing that, you win both ways. I'm telling you from experience, folks. I'm telling you from experience. I didn't used to be, I mean, I always tried to be a good person. I was always a nice guy, but it was more self-motivated, you know, as far as what can I do to make more money? What can I do to become rich and successful and famous? That path led me to two bankruptcies, (laughs) a house foreclosure, car repossessions, a heart attack and a stroke. I don't often talk about that, but it happened because my mind wasn't right. Now, I'm more successful than I've ever been, but it's just the tip of the iceberg, and I'm striving to be even more successful because I know I've got a gift. My gift is the, the, empower, the, the ability to empower and inspire people, and I feel good about that. Why? I see the impact it has on people when they're smiling, when they're feeling better, when you're leaving comments on my page about, man, thank you very much. Thank you. That really helped me, me today. That lifted me up today. That inspired me today. That gave me that belief today. Thank you. I needed to hear that. Boom. Well, here's the deal. I'm nobody special. I'm not. I'm just a human being. I'm just a regular guy. But I've got a regular guy with a lot of passion, a lot of determination, a lot of perseverance, and a lot of focus on doing the right thing. You can do it too. It doesn't take anything. And like I said earlier in the show, and the question I asked the kids yesterday, is it hard to be nice? And they all said no, because it's not. And a follow-up on that, what I said, and I actually uh, I did a video blog yesterday. Check that out. That's on the Kickin' Life page as well. Check it out. It was all about, uh, I guess, five or six minutes of the speech that I gave to the kids yesterday. Over 500 kids at Woodland Elementary School. And a big shout-out to the Edwardsville School District again. Thank you for allowing me to come in and talk to the kiddos there. Once again, I charge nothing for these presentations to the kids. It's just the right thing to do, and it's making a profound impact. But one of the things I mentioned to the kids was I said, how many of you said I love you to mom and dad this morning? A couple hands went up. Now, this is third, fourth, and fifth graders. And then I said, well, how many of you gave mom and dad a hug and a kiss? Same hands went up. Okay, we've got 500 kids here, and we only got a handful of hands going up. I said, okay, when you got to school, how many of you said good morning to your teacher? Another handful, or a few hands went up, a handful of hands, I guess, <laughs> went up. And I was like, okay, I said, how about this? How many of your teachers said good morning to you. So how many of you students did your teacher say good morning to you? Every single hand went up. And I said, okay, yes, I know teachers are superhuman, awesome rock stars. Yeah, I know that. But they're human beings. They're no different than you are. They can do it. You can do it. And I said, so how did that make you feel when your teacher said good morning to you? And I said, awesome. Well, of course, kids say, good, great. I said, no, it's awesome. It made me feel awesome. Look at those smiles on your face when I said it. I said, guess what? You have that same power, that same power to make those uh, with teachers, because they're human beings too, feel awesome. You have the same power to make mom and dad feel awesome by saying I love you. So it's those little bitty things. And folks, I'm telling you, that's all it takes. I posted on my page today, uh, today's challenge, think before you speak and be nice. That's it. Is that tough to do? Well, to be honest, yeah, it is sometimes. Sometimes I often, I've gotten better about it, but uh, sometimes I deliver the right hook of reality without thinking first. Now, I try and catch myself, and that's why I'm getting better, because I am aware of it and catching myself. But for the most part, think before you say something. Think before you do something. I'm saying these things so I can hear it too. Yeah. And then be nice. There you go. That's the message for the day. That's the challenge. All right, folks. Well, we've been going at this for over an hour now. Golly. Benji Molina, my friend, I love you, man. Thank you very much, buddy, for uh, being on the show. I I really, really appreciate the friendship we've uh, established over the past few months. And, folks, check him out. Check his book out. Uh, Molina, go to Amazon. Buy that thing. It's good. It talks about the perseverance, battling through, and being a good person, being a Christian, being a father, a husband, a professional athlete, a brother. It's there. And you heard him talk. He's no different than anybody else. He just capitalized on his God-given abilities and you can too, I can too, we all can. But it all starts with helping out the other man, being nice. Wow. Okay, well, if you haven't subscribed to the podcast yet, make sure you do so. And by all means, in order to continue building our tribe to make an impact in society, 
I can't do it alone. Oh, a handful can't do it alone. We got to continue building this message here and building this message. Share this with your friends. Smack them around. Say, hey, you need to listen to this podcast. This is the this is what's going to help our society be a happier, healthier, and safer place to live. Listen to it. Have them download it. Kicking Life Podcast. KickingLifePodcast.com. You can find us on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, Podbean, or wherever you get your podcasts from. Um, and Benji Molina is also on Two Birds and a Bat, which is another podcast here through LineUpMedia.fm. Great stuff, folks. And like I mentioned, like my the Kicking Life page. It's just going to make you feel good. It really is. And continue to spread the word. Spread the message. Make our society a better place to live. All right. Well, you know how I sound off, and I mean this from the bottom of my heart. The fact that you took an hour to listen to me, listen to Benji, you listen to our message here, I hope, I truly hope, from the bottom of my heart, that it was inspiring to you and it was worth your time because I know and realize and appreciate how sacred time is. It's the only thing we can't replace in life, right? Time. And you took time to be with me. God bless you. God bless your loved ones. And until we talk again, you get out there and do your best. And I mean it. Do your very, very best. And I promise you'll become your very best. That's it, folks. Until we talk again, have a blessed day. Bye-bye. Thank you very much, everybody, for listening to another exciting Kickin' Life podcast. This is Master Rich Grogan, your Kickin' Life guru, reminding you you can find our podcast online at kickinlifepodcast.com or through iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, Podbean, or wherever you get your podcast. Tune in next week. Another exciting show coming your way. In the meantime, you get out there and do what you do best, and I promise you'll be your very best. Have a blessed day, everybody. Talk to you real soon. This podcast was a presentation of lightupmedia.fm.